0: Zone coming to you live from the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio Oaklawn Arkansas's only racing casino resort now here's Justin Anchory and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated
1: Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned status But still even I'm starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living from writing raps Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help but to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist. 20% 20% skill, 80% fear, be 100% clear, cause why you was ill? Who would've thought he'd be the one that set the West in flames? And I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game. Came back, dropped Megadeth, took him to church. I like Bleach, man. Why you had the stupidest verses, dude? It's the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots and stocks through the roof. I heard you from with that stock. 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5%. And he's spitting fire and Mike, got him out the dryer, he's hot Found him in folk minor with top, but a f- nihilist porcupine He's a, b- he's a, f- a type, women want to be with rappers Hope he gets f- eight years in the making, patiently waiting to blow Now the record with this taking over the globe He's got a partner in crime, his f- is equally dope You won't believe the kind of that comes out of this kid's throat He's not your everyday on the block He knows how to work with wood He's got making his way to the top He don't think it's a common on his name People keep asking him was it giving that birthday just us to step on that But no, he's living proof Let him rock in the booth He'll get you was quicker than a shot of rocker with juice juice Him and his crew known around As One of the best Dedicated to what they do
0: Yep. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O' Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O' Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O' Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. All right.
2: The Razorbacks are coming to town. Saturday. Saturday. Samford against the Arkansas women. Lipscomb against the Arkansas men. We have tickets to give away to the men's game. Oh, nice. You can get tickets for the women's game. Five bucks for kids, I think. Yeah. They start there. So, yeah. Um, Looking forward to it. Be watching. You're going? Yeah, I'm going to go to both.
3: You should. Yeah. Great. I'd like to go to both. No. Not going to be here. I'm working. Oh, hmm Poor baby, that's all right. I'm taking tonight off. <laughs> that's not
2: a bad gig. <laughs> no, I mean, if you got to be somewhere working, that's not a bad place to work. Yeah, and I need to be there. Got some news out of the world of football, too. And it's not good news.
3: Oh, Deshawn St- Stewart, that's right, arrested for burglary charges. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe it'll get cleared up. I've not seen a report yet. I haven't either. I was looking during the break. Mm-hmm.
2: Details are just coming out. Yeah, I'm about but Quinn's got the whole scoop, and I'm sure that's exactly what oh, he yeah. wants to talk about. What about Quinn?
3: First question, the, Quinn. And the schedule's out.
2: That's what Quinn wants to talk about. Yeah, we will talk about that at link with him. The uh, Arkansas football schedule for next year has been released, and they will open at home against Little Rock in Little Rock against UAPB. I mean, some people consider it home; some people don't. I don't remember Petrino's stance on Little Rock when he was here before. They didn't come to paint here. That's exactly right. They came to beat LSU's They uh, came to beat LSU <laughs> uh, at Oklahoma State, UAB at home in Fayetteville, then to Auburn. A&M and Arlington the final time. Then their first home SEC game, Tennessee, October 5th, and you get an open date. Then you get LSU at home in Fayetteville. At Mississippi State, Ole Miss at home, open date, Texas, Louisiana Tech, and at Missouri. There you go. All right, let's bring him in. Quinn Grovey is standing by.
0: It's time to groove with Grovey with an all-time great Razorback quarterback.
2: Takes a cuts inside to the 10, to the 5, he'll score. Touchdown. Quinn Groby, showing the great athletic ability, did it
0: his way. Current Razorback broadcast analyst, Quinn Groby. Grooving with Groby is brought to you by Bell and Sword at 1011 Oak Street in Conway. From boots to suits, they have everything for the best dressed man. Now, let's groove. All right,
2: let's groove.
4: Hello, Quinn. What's the word? Well, fellas, I'm a I'm a little under the weather. uh And uh, you know, trying to trying to get better so I can get down to the rock this weekend, hang out. But uh I started feeling a whole lot better when Eric called me from Bell and & Sword and said, "Hey, your three new suits are in along with your two new shirts." And so, hey, my wardrobe is just it's skyrocketing.
2: It's coming together. And,
4: uh, oh, oh, it's going to it's going to be great. So, I'll get those hopefully next week and uh should be fun.
2: What what you go suit-wise? What what uh what kind of style are we looking at?
4: So, they've got this uh these suits that are like athletic wear. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not the old stuffy suits. It's right. like, I mean, they bend with you. I mean, like you can bring your arms across the front, your, 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 your back expands. And so when you're like me, a guy who fluctuates in weight, you need a little room sometimes. And so, uh, yeah, I've got all those like that. And the one thing I like about it is that they're all interchangeable. Yeah. I mean, it's the sim- similar material. So if I decide I don't want to wear all brown or all black or whatever, or all gray or all blue, or yeah, I can just swap those up and do sure. a lot of different things. And so, yeah, I'm excited about it. But I said I'm never going to buy another suit where I feel constrained. Right. And uh, and so, yeah, and, and uh, Eric Schwartz. They got him over there. Get on over there and get him.
2: He does a good job, no doubt about it. Uh, Yeah, we all have a little bit of a fluctuate issue this time of our uh, lives, um, Quinn. So I I can certainly relate to that. (laughs) All right, let's talk about the schedule. I I said earlier, man, I don't think it could have come together a whole lot more or a whole lot better. Wes said that there were a few people maybe griping about not having a home conference game until October. I get that. But I felt like no back-to-back true road games and you get buys before LSU and Texas. I'm pretty happy with the way things shook uh, out for
4: Arkansas. 100%. I mean, we, we're so used to getting, you know, getting jobbed with the schedule. <laughs> and so so now you get one that is very normal. Even though you're still playing in the toughest conference in America, you get one that's, that's very normal. I love the fact that you don't have a Georgia and Alabama. I mean, that's just, I mean, golly, that that's just amazing mm-hmm. right there. I love where the bye weeks fall as well. Um, you, maybe you would have wanted one like after a and but I can go with after Tennessee right before LSU. And then I love the fact that you got one before Texas. I love the fact that down the stretch you're going to be playing a lot of games at Fayetteville. And so if you take care of business early on, then you're going to be able to to have that home field advantage. But, I, I you know, look, I still look at those, always look at those non-conference games. I think it's gonna be fun to go to Oklahoma State. They're gonna to be tough, you know, they're gonna be explosive, but I think it's good to get into the state of Oklahoma. And then UAB, look, Trent Dilfer is doing something good with that program. The guy's a good coach. He won't be there long. And then Louisiana Tech, they're 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 up and down, but that's a that's a tough one as well. So uh I think when you look at the non con games, uh it gives you something that really aids to the rest of your schedule in regards to strength of schedule, and I think uh, I think Arkansas is in a, in a great spot. Even though um, I mean you're playing some tough teams. Quinn, Arkansas
3: got a uh, quarterback in the portal this week. What do you think of Green?
4: You know, I was I was watching a lot of highlights on him, and uh, I like him. I mean, you know, six six guy, and the fact that Bobby Petrino has tried to recruit him twice and finally got him. I mean, he tried to recruit him at, at Missouri State, which is <laughs> which is something, but to be able to get him now, I mean, I think that, that really helps you out. And when I look at him, when I look at him, I know a lot of people said, you know, comparison to Matt Jones just because of the size and the long strides, but when I look at his overall game, I see more of, of like, Vince Young. I mean, like, I think he's a better thrower than Vince Young, but I, I, the way he holds the ball and he drops back, and I know there's a lot of talk about his mechanics, his footwork. Uh, when he drops back, I mean, the ball is like in the middle of his chest and he kind of he kind of winds up and lets it go from a release standpoint. It, it reminds me a lot of Vince Young when I watch him. I mean, like he pulls that football on the zone read and that defensive end doesn't have a chance. I mean, he takes two strides and he's already out, out, <laughs> out past you. And so, but he's good in traffic as well. He doesn't look like he's very, very quick, but he's good in traffic for a 6'6 six, six guy moving his feet. And so he can get in and out of trouble. The one thing I like about him is... I mean, his mindset is, hey, let's throw it first. And uh, let's use our legs to get out of trouble and continue to find a way to throw it. And then when things break down, um, he can run it and cause you a lot of problems. So uh, I, I think that that's going to help Arkansas out when you've got a mobile guy like that, especially when you've had some offensive line struggles who can get in and get out of trouble. And so I think he's a perfect fit. And I think, you know, you know Bobby Petrino, he's going to dial up some stuff where people are wide open. Um, and he'll be able to hit some of those balls. I mean, just looking at some of those deep throws he was making at Boise State, I think he has the arm strength to make every single throw. Uh, he seems to be pretty intelligent about that and being able to um, to pick up the offense. So if he can do all that and be very effective in the run game, I think that he is going to be what the doctor ordered.
2: Quinn Groby joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. It is brought to you by Bell and sword in Conway. Uh, we also had Keyshawn Blackstock on recently, and he mentioned that he had intended to be a Razorback a little bit earlier, but Sam Pittman straight up told him, I don't have enough NIL money. Well, apparently they have worked something out because he is now coming to Arkansas. This has actually been reported, and we actually got credited, Wes, here. it was an SI report. But, uh, nice. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, but... Uh, just curious about your thoughts on that. I know you're intimately familiar with what's happening from that standpoint. And also, obviously, there's a new initiative to try to get the NIL in order at Arkansas.
4: Yeah, there's a lot going on with the NIL aspect of it. And, uh, you know, Hunter's done a fantastic job in, in bringing in Arkansas Edge and, and Blueprint, Blueprint Sports. So it's a situation where this this, this organization has been affiliated with a lot of colleges and universities across the Across the United States and so they they will be able to help us provide a lot of lot of dollars for uh, you know our student athletes now again I don't know much about the the recruit you're talking about uh, so I, I hadn't seen anything on him but I do know that all these coaches are really excited about the direction of where NIL is headed and everybody feels very very comfortable I think you heard even Sam talk about how excited he is about where we're moving from an NIL standpoint—you gotta have it. I mean, it's a necessary evil. It's just kind of the way things have gone. There's a lot of proposals out there about what you can do, what you can't do, what you should do, and all that. But all I, all I know is you've got to have money to be able to to get student athletes on campus. I mean, it's as much as we want to, you know, you think it's the old game of you know non-professional athletics, et cetera, et cetera you've got to be able to find a way to get student-athletes on. And so I'm glad that, hey, I don't know what happened in that particular situation, but I'm glad it worked out.
3: Quinn, with uh, Green coming to Arkansas, what does that mean for Kobe Criswell?
4: Competition. Uh, I think that that's really the biggest thing right there. And, you know, Jacoby, I mean, as a guy who, you know, well, he wants to be a starter so bad at the University of Arkansas, and he'll have an opportunity to win a job. And I think it's the same thing with Malachi Singleton. I think it's going to be a great battle. Again, I don't know, you know, we still don't know exactly what's taking place with K.J. or whatever, but I would think that if Taylor Green's coming in, you know, my gut would tell me that K.J. would be looking to do something different. But if not, I think it's going to be an open competition. And uh, all three of those guys, all four of those guys will have to learn an offense at the same time. And whoever can pick it up, whoever can – Learn that playbook, whoever can get guys to rally and get together in that open sand lot of a field and start trying to execute some of that stuff will uh, will be the winner. So look, I don't think I don't think Criswell, I don't think Singleton, and if KJ's back, I don't think any of them will, will roll over and play dead. But I do believe that if Bobby Petrino has gone out and got Taylor Green, I would think that he has the upper hand, uh, in regards to You know, coming out and trying to be the starter, but I I just think that Criswell is a guy as an Arkansas kid. He is going to uh, he's going to fight, and uh, it should be fun to watch in the spring.
3: When you look at that schedule, is there anything that that worries you?
4: No, no. I mean, after all those other schedules we've looked at, no. Hmm. You know, I mean, we've seen so many schedules for Arkansas where it's just been like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Mm-hmm. I think they did us nice with, you know, you know, with, uh, you know, not traveling so many weeks in a row. Uh, the, the way they let you end your schedule uh, with those games three out of four at the house. I think that that's really big, and I, I'm just thankful we're not in like Florida's shoes. I mean, Florida is mm-hmm. they look, they got a death nail. I mean, it's, I mean, <laughs> Billy Napier is going to have to he's going have to get some stuff together, because boy, that schedule that they got, especially down the stretch, is, is really brutal. But it is so fun, man, to take a look at that entire schedule and that schedule release. And I think there's so much excitement about Oklahoma and Texas coming into the league, and anytime ESPN decides now I know the SEC is coming to ESPN and ABC and the Family of Networks anytime they do a two-hour schedule hmm. release show like the Pros, man, I mean that says an awful lot about uh, where this conference is and and how excited people are about it. So it's going to be great.
2: (laughs) Could I nitpick something real quick? I'm going to. Uh, I flipped it on last night. I was watching it at a place, and and Kirk Street was weighing in and kirk had on a ball cap and like a slicker uh, and he had it was like an office it looked like he ducked into with like half of his face lit i'm like did they sneak this schedule up on you kirk did you not know that you were gonna be on tv tonight
4: what are you doing it was so weird quinn did you see this yeah yeah i saw it i saw it with his hat on and he was just kind of hanging out showed his little dog over there laying down as well and yeah, yeah. surely that was not something that snuck up. Now, if he would have said, look, man, my flight was delayed, I just got in, I had to get on as fast as I could, but it sounds like, I mean, he was prepared to do the show yeah. looking the way that he was looking. Yeah. <laughs>
2: well, if they pay me the kind of money he's getting paid and they don't care what I wear, that's fine by me, but I just <laughs> thought it was right. odd because he usually presents in a little different way. Now, yeah. if it was Pat McAfee, sure, <laughs> he's probably
4: overdressed. But you know,
2: yeah, no doubt.
4: Yeah. You know, Pat's gonna take all his clothes off. Any chance he gets. <laughs> I, I mean, that dude. I don't. I, I don't. I can't imagine him in college at college parties. I bet he was just. Oh man. Oh my goodness.
2: Yeah, he's uh, got a he's got sleeves on today, which is weird. I think his sweatshirt says "Girl Dad." <laughs> I didn't even know he had a girl, but anyway, that's uh, that would be fun. You he has to be that guy's kid. That'd be a fun household right there.
4: Hmm. Oh, my goodness. Everybody will want to come over. At least uh, you'll know where your kids are because all your friends will want to come over and hang out by the pool and hang out with Pat McAfee. Yeah. So, yeah, you can take care of your kids in a safe environment.
2: We had a uh, listener that had asked about Quincy McAdoo. Have you heard anything on him?
4: I have not. I have not. And, uh, you know, getting him back will be, golly, that would be so huge. But, first of all, you I mean, you're hoping that he's healthy and safe. And so I'm sure that's the first component that they're looking at. But, boy, as a football player, boy, he can add a lot of value uh, to this Arkansas defense with Travis Williams and what they're trying to do. So, uh, I haven't heard anything. I may ask around and uh, next week maybe be, be able to tell you a little bit more.
3: Uh, bowl games get started this weekend. Not that there's a, a great list of games Saturday, but we talked to you about the uh, four games. I know you've been looking a little deeper. Have you changed your mind any on uh, the semifinals?
4: I'm going the same thing, Alabama and, uh, and Washington. I, I just think that uh, that's just how it's going to play out. And I think Alabama wins it, and that's going to be great. But also, Wes, we talked about your your Cowboys last yep. week as well. And I told you the Cowboys were going to win. Um, and so we were on the same team last week. But, boy, I tell you what, Dak, Dak looked good. I mean, Dak looked good. You you see him uh, regressing anytime soon?
3: You know, I would – I never got off the Dak bandwagon last year. I felt like some of those interceptions taking up for the quarterback were not his fault. And then there were some tip passes that, you know, you can't control. But uh, I I do find it funny that uh, Dak had 15 interceptions last year and was just raked over the coals. And now uh, you look up in Buffalo, and uh, their quarterback's got 14 interceptions. And no one's really jumping on him.
2: Oh, I know it. uh, People have been down on Allen the last couple years. He's underachieved for sure. (laughs) <laughs> and they have underachieved, for sure. I thought this was the year they stepped back up. They look like an average team, even though they just knocked off the Chiefs miraculously over the weekend. So, Two
3: average teams. Somebody's got to win.
2: What do you think about this week, Quinn? you think the, uh, the Cowboys go up to Buffalo and get it done?
4: That's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough environment. I mean, I think their defense, Buffalo's defense is really solid. But I think... I think Dallas is rolling, man. I think they're locked in, and uh, I don't want to. I don't want to make everybody think that they're going to the Super Bowl like y'all always do, anyway, Wes. But, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, but it, th- they are rolling, man. They're looking really good. I still don't. I mean, I'm still not bought into the run game, though. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, when you look at Tony Pollard and, and L, I, I I just. I don't know about the run game. I don't know if they can run it when things get tough, but they've been able to throw it extremely well. I think the biggest thing for them has been Brandon Cooks. I think he's helped them in, in the old Ferguson. I think he's been really good at the tight end position. So um it's it's uh they're they're rolling. But what do you what did y'all did y'all see where Cam uh Cam Cam said old oh, Dak was a was system a game quarterback.
3: Guy. Yeah. Game <laughs> And that's ridiculous. I mean, (laughs) all you have to do is watch. I mean, he is – and and the thing about the running game – and you're right. I mean, if you don't have a running game, Quinn, you know, that makes it easier for a quarterback when you can throw it. Don't you think Purdy's job's a little easier because he's got McCaffrey and they're able to run the ball? Well, Dak is throwing the ball to set up the run. They've ran it a little better, but that's not the way the Cowboys move it. They're they're throwing it, throwing it, and then they'll slip in a run and try to pop you for five, six, seven yards – uh, but they're not getting these huge chunk plays from the running game to move the ball down the field. It's all coming from Dak in the passing game.
2: I had a coach tell me one time he didn't believe in system quarterbacks. He thinks it's baloney because it's true. You think about it. You got to have a guy that can do what you want him to do. So to say that you can just to say it's a system quarterback like you can plug anybody in there. That's bull.
4: So, so I don't buy that. Justin, are you buying into your guy Purdy being uh, the 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 number leading candidate for MVP? I don't know about that. But he's certainly
2: in the conversation, and I also think that Brock Purdy could be an effective quarterback in other places. So I certainly don't think he's a system quarterback.
3: I'm I'm smart enough to say though, there are quarterbacks that can do what Purdy is doing, what Dak is doing, because of the great weapons that are around them. Yep, it makes your job as a quarterback a little bit easier when you have that kind of weapons. Right, Uh, but not every quarterback could do it. No, that's true, for sure.
2: Um. Anyway, it's gonna be 48 and rainy. It looks like yeah. up in Buffalo this weekend. I got a buddy that's going to the game, Quinn. But uh, that would be a great environment. I would definitely like to go to a Buffalo game early in the season when it wasn't raining. That would be more fun. Well, it's like
3: 30 <laughs> percent chance until really after kick or after the game's over. Then it goes up to like 50, 60, 70 percent the rest of the night. So maybe they can get this game in before the rain hits. It's only Thursday.
2: You never know. Yeah. I know one thing about meteorologists are not sure.
3: Well, upper 40s, I think the Cowboys will take that. Yeah, temperature
2: December game in Buffalo? Yeah, it's pretty good.
3: When the schedule came out and I saw that, I was like, oh, God, this could be one of those miserable games. Mm -hmm. And that's not bad.
2: You know who's miserable? Buffalo. So I think the Cowboys got a great shot this week. They got to roll, man. That would be a big win.
3: No doubt. You know, it's looking a little better. When the schedule first came out, you know, you're thinking Buffalo, this could be a a 10-win Buffalo team by the time you play them. They've been struggling. The next week you go to Miami, that's not looking as difficult with all the injuries that Miami is dealing with right now. Uh, They may be catching them at the right time, these two teams on the road.
4: You still buying into that defense, Wes? I dropped them in my fantasy league because I was thinking they are getting ready to play a couple of explosive teams, mm-hmm. Eagles and Dolphins, and they went and just gave Jalen Hurts the business. And so uh, that defense has been just just really, really good, man. I, do, you, do you see them keeping it going down the stretch?
3: Well, that's what they do, Quinn. They sack the quarterback and they cause turnovers. They got three turnovers against Philadelphia last week and scored ten points. What does Buffalo do? What? Why is Buffalo struggling this year? They're turning the ball over. It's Josh Allen and fumbles. Well, it's one of the the uh, the teams that turn it over the most, playing against the team and their defense who causes the most turnover. So I would stay with the Cowboys defense.
2: Chris is a little offended that he didn't mention the Commanders at the end of the season as a game. You still have to play that <laughs> it's thing. It's barely a game. Hey, listen, if there's one thing we learned last weekend on Monday night, you don't know.
3: No. They got a quarterback and throw it all around. He also throws some interceptions. Yeah, he throws the other team some, too. That's (laughs) right.
2: Anyway. Well, Quinn, I hope you feel better and you can make it down here this weekend. I'm going to be in uh, Fayetteville, actually, on Saturday. So we'll be like two ships passing in the night. But uh, if you end up coming back up after the game, holler at me.
4: All right, buddy. I appreciate you guys. All
2: right, man. Take care. I can't wait to see these new threads.
4: All right. All
2: right, that's Quinn Grovey. We're going to hit a break. And as we head into the timeout. By the way, we're going to talk to Barrett Lee on the other side. I want to remind everybody uh, again: if you show up to work with glitter on your face, that's cool. But if you show up to work after getting out of jail, not so cool. So make sure you make arrangements. I've got a uh, three-stop event tomorrow night. You know, Coach uh, Coach Mus and, and Hunter are doing a deal down here tomorrow, and then uh, I got a couple other things going on tomorrow. Our buddy David Anna Burns is back in town this week. So if you're going to see a show or you're getting out about, it, you got you know Christmas parties, things of that nature. Uh, certainly want you to make plans to designate a sober driver or use public transportation taxis you know ubers and such or uh, you know maybe just party at home whatever you got to do but uh, we don't want you going to jail that's no way to make your holiday merry and bright stay safe out there drive sober get pulled over don't forget to buckle up as well just in case somebody else doesn't follow my direction.
1: NFL legend Dan Hampton joins Morning Mayhem each week for a little football talk courtesy of Metro Towing and Recovery and Central Termite and Pest Control. Center. The SEC football schedule was released last night and here is how things shake out for the Razorbacks. It'll be UAPB in Little Rock for the first game of the season. Then they head to Stillwater to take on Oklahoma State. UAB heads to Fayetteville after that. Then it's two trips away from the state of Arkansas as they take on Auburn and then Texas A&M in Arlington. In the month of October it's Tennessee and LSU who come to Fayetteville before a trip to Mississippi State on October 26th. In November, Ole Miss, Texas and Louisiana Tech will all come to Fayetteville in a row. Then on November 30th, the regular season wraps up with the annual battle line rivalry between Arkansas and Missouri, this time in Columbia. The big change this year, two bye weeks on the SEC schedule. Arkansas will have their first one on October 12th and their second one on November 9th. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Party Gras 2023, Saturday, December 30th, Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Event Center. From over 50 million albums sold comes the poison hits and solo hits live. Brent Michaels, Party Gras 2023. Tickets on sale now at
0: oaklawn.com. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700.
4: Randy Rainwater brings Drive Time Sports to Conway this Friday broadcasting live from the all new Genesis of Conway the only Genesis dealer in the state of
1: Arkansas open now at 1075 Collier Drive that's Drive Time Sports on 103.7 The
0: Buzz when it comes to bikes here's what you want reliable fast and tough as nails that's what you get at OCC and after a crash that's what you get at Rainwater Holt and Sexton
5: all senior noses we're the Arkansas law firm motorcyclists have counted on for
2: years we work fast to get the best results and we're tough where it counts fighting for you
0: reliable fast tough as nails these are the guys i'd call anywhere in the state dial 888-8888-8888 non-lawyer spokesperson
1: pickup truck sports car motorcycle minivan townhouse two-story farmhouse fixer-upper what you drive and where you live is different for everyone so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right.
3: See Shelter Agent
1: Christy Pettit in Mommel, Matt Cooper in Russellville, or Madison Buse in England.
0: For me, the sun rises and sets for the Zone. Man. Yeah. Yeah. We know how you feel. Don't worry. The Zone with Justin Green and Westmore Moore in the Oakland Racing Casino Resort yeah. Studio is back. Welcome back. It is
2: 1134, and Barrett Salih joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline from CBSSports.com. Good morning, sir. How are you? Afternoon, I guess, in Atlanta. I'm
5: I'm great, guys. What's going on with y'all?
2: Oh, you know, we're just uh, checking out the schedule for the SEC that was released, (laughs) and uh, I have been staring at a dismal uh, collection of teams in the NFC South, fighting it out for which one of the teams sucks the least at the end of the season. That's correct. So, you don't have to be good, Barry. You just have to be less terrible than the others, I guess.
5: That is, that's correct. Be, Be above average in the group that you're being compared to.
2: Yep. And, uh...
5: The Falcons are sort of in that mix right now. Yeah. So, it's uh, hey, you know what? I'm not going to, you know, sort of. Well, you know what? I will compare. This is why divisions in all aspects of sport suck. Yeah, You should never have them.
2: I have no issue with that. Um, I think you're right. Because here's the funny thing, too, is they get the benefit of playing the other crappy teams in their division twice, and they still have terrible records. It's pretty remarkable. You don't have to outrun the bear. You just have to outrun your buddy, you know?
5: That's right. So. That's right. Don't be the fastest; just be faster than the other guy. That's
2: exactly right. Well, I have uh, I have a lot of analogies to talk about how bad the the South is. Uh, it is crazy though. Ritter throws for three fifty the other day, and they lose. And I really appreciate that, by the way. Thank you.
5: Well, he Ritter needs to be benched because I don't care if he throws for a mile and a half; he still
2: sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your best option, you think, at quarterback?
5: Um, be John Robin. I think they should just run the wild. <laughs> I mean let's let's not get messy here. Just just put put the ball in the hands of your best player every single play. Yeah. I don't see what the problem
2: is. He time. wants a wildcat all the time. I like it. Uh, a lot of people are starting to get on the Buccaneers wagon.
5: I mean Baker Mayfield's playing good. I mean I look at him good relatively speaking. Again, compared, yes, yes. Compared to the rest of the division. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, I would it wouldn't surprise me whatsoever.
2: Oh, if he was in New Orleans right now, I'd feel great. Yeah.
5: I mean, he's <laughs> in New Orleans right now. I think, uh, I think everybody in the NFC South would be scared. But yeah. At this point, it's just like, who's the I mean, who's the best of the worst cast of characters? Yeah. And right now there's, there's not one right now, honestly. No,
2: there's no doubt. All right, well, let's talk about the schedule. I was pretty happy for Arkansas, the way things shook out with them getting buys before Texas and LSU. No back-to-back home games. They had an issue with that last year, although they are playing on the road two, two weeks in a row. You got the A&M game, though, of course, in Arlington for the last time. Um, but overall, I think not too bad, especially, again, if we're comparing it to their cohorts. It's not too shabby. You got no Alabama, you got no Georgia, and all those other things I just mentioned
5: yeah and the road games are easy I mean obviously Stillwater you know that's that's a little bit of a one-off and like you know the neutral side against Texas am but Mississippi state and Starkville Missouri and Columbia you know that that doesn't really scare anybody
2: and mm. then you know all scares Arkansas Auburn. fans we can't seem to find a way for Arkansas well, to beat Missouri
5: well you can't beat them at home or on the road they so just chalk it up as a loss anyway and don't even mm. bother playing games. Okay, fine. um but you know, Auburn and Auburn, you know, usually you would look at that and say, oh, that's a tough one. But I mean, not really. Mm-hmm. It's a tough place to play, but that team might not be very good. So, yeah, of all the teams, I kind of was looking at it last night, going through that matrix that the SEC sent out. And Arkansas was the one that stood out to me as probably the, the best part of this, the best end of the stick, so to speak. And, I, you know, you guys are there. And I know at this conference, you know, all over, I've been all over the, uh, the conference and, I mean, when was the
2: last time Arkansas fans
5: were happy about their schedule? I mean,
2: this is I well, they're, they're they a lot happier time. with this one than they were the last year. I mean, you go back to COVID when they stuck Florida on there for good measure. Like, oh yeah, by the way, yeah. I mean, this is uh, this is not too shabby. In the big scheme of things, or Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, excuse me, yeah, yeah. So,
5: you know, it's, it's all good for Arkansas, and I'm and I'm happy for Sam because he might be able to, to do something with this because, as you said, Arkansas has been on the short end of the stick a lot of times. These in the last few years, especially under the Chad Morris uh, era and, as well as the Sam Pittman era.
3: Was there a rhyme or reason how they did the two bye weeks and split them up for the teams? Did teams have a say? I mean, like Alabama and Georgia both have a bye before you know the big game. Was there some requests put in there for the ADs? How how did they decide the byes? Uh,
5: well, I think the, the re, they, they know that the games that draw the best ratings, you want to have the team that. Full strength or close to it, right? So, I think from a TV perspective, and this was the case, you know, with with us too. Um, you want to have, you know, Florida and Georgia on a bye week. You want to have Alabama and LSU on a bye week because you know you get a better glimpse of those two teams and theoretically a better product. Um, so, you know, I think that that's part of it. But also, I think there was uh, and, and is an attempt to. I think Ole Miss had, like, nine straight games to open the season a couple of years ago. You don't want that. You can't have that. So pace it out a little more, you know, four, five, three, or whatever the mm-hmm. number is, you know, kind of give, give teams a little bit more of a, of a break, you know, and, and make it as equal as possible. So, And you look at this, this matrix, I mean, you look at it, and it's, it's pretty much that's, that's how they operate. Teams that have, you know, a late bye week to start it off have a late bye week, at, you know, at the end of the season. And that's okay when I mean, there's no perfect way to do it. Um, and and I've talked to people around that office and other conferences. Like de- determining how you how you a format a schedule and then b actually going through it is the equivalent of college football hell. You, you don't want to do that. There's no good way to do it.
3: Was party number one spreading out good games every single week for the networks? Was that like the biggest priority when they the schedule makers were doing this?
5: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, ESPN's not going to say they have a say in it, but of course they do. And you know, the idea is that you have one game each week right now that you're looking at as the number one game. The can't miss game. You know, whether it's Oklahoma, Texas or you know, Alabama, Georgia. You have one of those every single week, at least on the surface on paper, right this very second. Now, that obviously is gonna change depending on actual results, but one hundred percent they are they're gonna put two teams together that is much CTV every single week as of right this very moment.
3: There were times in the past, you know, that even the CBS 230 game, you're like, whoa, that's as good as they could do? Yeah. That shouldn't be an issue anymore in the SEC with the new SEC. No, it it shouldn't be an issue. Um,
5: You know, maybe you get a situation when four teams are on a bye and the number one game is kind of bleh, you know, just the way things shake out. But it's far less likely now that you have two more teams, two high-profile
2: teams. Uh, I was just going to say, we're going to have you on one more time, I guess, before the playoff game. So I want to ask you about those yet. Uh, Rodney says here on our live fan feedback, it doesn't matter who the Hogs play, they can't beat Mississippi State, Vandy, Kentucky, or South Carolina. Well, that's just mean. (laughs) Um, I did see, speaking of South Carolina, they have – and that's got to be the Dow wagons connection. By the way, somebody needs to have a word with him. But Arkansas players keep escaping over to Gamecockville. And the latest, of course, is Rocket Sanders. And I, I almost tweeted this last night because I'm very petty. But I was like, oh, man, now you got to wear Adidas. It sucks for you. Mm. But anyway, <laughs> it's, like giving up, it's like giving up Coke for Pepsi. I just don't understand the thinking there. But anyway, that's the least of his issues. I'm sure he's getting paid a pretty penny. Um. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know what my point of all this is, I guess, but uh, there has been a recurring theme because Trey Knox did the year before. worked out pretty well for him. He had a decent season. Decent, yeah.
5: Yeah, he did. And, you know, I think it's going to be interesting with Rocket Sanders, too. No Spencer Rattler. What does that South Carolina offense look like? Well, it might be extremely run-heavy. Mm. Um, and that's not to say it wouldn't be at Arkansas, too, but you've got a chance to go be a feature back, um, you know, and, and really have, you know, the chance to go 20, 22, 25 carries a game. And that's going to look good on on paper. That's going to look good for NFL scouts. I, I would imagine that's part of it as well. Obviously, the, the Dal loggins connection is probably more important. But uh, you know, I think him being a number one back when he's fully healthy um, is far more likely at at South Carolina because there will be an absence of a of a superstar, or at least a, a quarterback who takes up a lot of that game plan and and uh, pro scouts seem to like a lot.
3: Does Dow Loggin's have a quarterback right now?
5: Not really. Oh. Not one that I think you can sit there and say, okay, he's the, the surefire number one guy. But, mm. I mean, there's a lot of time left.
2: Maybe they'll raid the Arkansas cupboard again. Makes sense. I see you working over Nothing there. To think about.
3: Yeah, KJ, Rocket, same backfield again. Maybe they hate each other. You don't know.
2: South All Carolina right. Razorbacks.
3: <laughs> they were very similar this year. Two very disappointing teams. Yeah.
2: Well, I think it should start with: Do you have an offensive line that doesn't blow? That, mm. That's what I would be asking if I was him. So. Yeah. Well, that, that,
5: there are there are not many teams in the SEC that had competent offensive lines last year. The ones that are up for the Joe Moore Award are like the only
3: ones. Yeah. Somebody sent us a. It was a. Uh, it was off of social media, but it was about Oklahoma. They've lost their OC, their quarterback. And all five starting offensive linemen all are in the five. portal now.
5: Wow. Yep. Yep. What I think is, that the fifth went in yesterday, yeah. like last night. What, what happened there? Crazy.
3: What do you think's going on there?
5: I mean you gotta make the money, right? If you're if you have the ability to go get paid, go get paid. I would imagine that um Oklahoma's NIL collective is pretty solid, but yeah. there are you know, if you're an OL, if you're an offensive lineman, go in every single year, because not many of you grow on trees. I've, I've, I talked to a coach last week that the average FCS to FBS transfer offensive lineman is getting paid $850,000.
2: FCS to FBS? Yes. Wow.
3: What will Oklahoma starting offensive lineman get in the portal at another school then? I don't know.
5: I mean, I... I'm sure Oklahoma can pay them. I mean, if Oklahoma wants them back, they'll get them back. It's not necessarily that they're not necessarily going to leave. but
2: I can't uh, believe there's that wild, much money for an, offensive, out there. for an offensive line, I mean, not that offensive linemen aren't very valuable. They are, but my gosh. So there's it's interesting you bring that up because uh, Blackstock, the kid that transferred from Michigan State to Arkansas, said that he tried to come to Arkansas before, but there wasn't enough money in the NIL, and apparently they found the money now, and he is coming to play for Sam Pittman. So. We thought that was kind of an... He just sort of threw that out there in passing. We're like, oh.
3: Like it was no big deal to... You know, it's like common knowledge.
5: Right. Like that's just that's just the way of life now. Yes. Yeah. Wild. It's way different than it was five years ago.
3: Yeah. It sure remember, is.
5: Remember <laughs> when people got up in arms because Cam Newton might have been paid $180,000? Yeah.
2: Gosh. <laughs> they, they'd be up in arms now because that's all he would be getting. That's just a... That's right. a dr- <laughs> that's just that too, an absolute it's, too small. It's, it's an offensive amount. It's too low. So, <laughs>
6: yeah. yeah.
2: Right. I mean, what's Cam worth today? If Cam was back, and like he was a he was a college quarterback. I mean, who's going to break the two million dollar mark? Hmm.
5: Yeah. Oh, at that time he'd be he'd be near ten, I think.
3: Ten. If Arch wow, Manning man. got in the portal, what would he get?
5: Okay, so I don't necessarily think it'd be as much as people think because I think that uh, a lot of his talent is carried by his last name, but uh, there would be. There would be quite a few suitors, but I don't think it would be one of those things where he's the highest-paid quarterback of all time or anything like that.
6: Gotcha. All
2: right. Well, listen, Barrett, I appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks right before the playoff gets underway. All right. Thanks, y'all. See you. Thanks, thanks, buddy. All right. Have a Merry Christmas. It's Barrett Salee. We've got to take a break. If you're looking for a Christmas gift idea, I have one for you. Razorback basketball back in... Uh, north little rock at simmons bank arena women early men late you can get tickets or you can listen to the buzz and win them but you can go to simmonsbankarena.com to get tickets to go see both of those matchups with samford and arkansas women at 12 30 and then at five o'clock with the men against lipscomb so if you're interested get on it right now you can stop by the box office or go uh over to their website simmonsbankarena.com 11:46. we're back in a second we'll wrap up the hour Next hour, we're getting a review of a new movie, and we'll take your calls. Got some entertainment, some birthdays. We'll do a little goofing around. should be fun.
4: The king of Arkansas sports talk, Randy Rainwater for Bet Saracen.
0: There's big news in the mobile sports betting business. Bet Saracen was just named the 15th largest sports book in America. That's because our Kansas like to do business with a winner. Find all your winners on Bet Saracen. Download it today and look for my double R prop bet specials. I pick them, you win them.
4: Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app.
0: Gambling
6: problem? Call 800 522 4700. Great news stocking stuffers at Bell and Swart and Conway. Hi, ah, this is Joseph Pena of the Arkansas basketball team. Are you shopping for Christmas gifts? Bell and Swart has everything for men. Athleisure from Bori. PJ and hoodies from Saks. Cologne, Basque, EFOP. Clothing, Peter Millar and Johnny L. Quality, Martin Ningman. Leather goods and shoes. Expert staff with free gift wrapping. Bell and Sword, 1011 Oak Street on Facebook and Instagram.
1: For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. If you choose to drink and drive, here are the consequences. You will go to jail because you've committed a crime. You will be restricted to driving with an ignition interlock. Your actions can cost you thousands of dollars. You could kill or injure yourself or others. Think about the consequences. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. The season of giving is here. Luckily, Santa has a new tool this year. From John Deere Apparel, toys, tools, and more gogreenway.com has something green for everyone under the tree no sled needed our elves will ship these gifts directly to your door cross off your christmas list today at gogreenway.com greenway equipment wishes you and your family a very merry christmas And a happy new year. You've heard it here on the buzz several times. Gary Hill MSS Oil. There hasn't been an oil man specialist like this since who shot JR? Well, we figured out who shot JR, and he wasn't even shot. He was caught at Splash Car Wash, getting an oil change, full detail, and wash. All the Ewings were there. JR, Sue Ellen, Bobby, Pam, Miss Ellie. Get your oil changed the next time you're at Splash and let them know. JR, I mean Gary Hill sent you. Call Gary Hill, MSS Oil at 501 200 789
2: At Arts Marine, we just called in our latest flock of hunting boats. Look at these ambush boats
1: by Legendcraft. The perfect style and function for years of successful hunts. How about letting us customize a well-built boat your particular needs? Bury any of our boats with a Tatsu outboard. All the boats at Arch Marine are rugged and our selection and prices are unmatched in Central Arkansas. We also offer full
2: service on ATV. So, before you hit the deer woods, come let our certified technicians make sure you don't have
0: any breakdowns this fall. Get in now before these deals fly away. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. Come on, man. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Give us a call at 661 1037. Now, back to the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Don't call
1: it a comeback. I've been here.
0: It is
2: 11.50, and welcome back in the zone. If you want to join us, you can in a number of ways, 661-1037. You can hit us up on the Southern Structural Solutions text line. I'm sure you probably have to some degree. And also, of course, the Gangster Museum of America and Hattery and Hot Springs, bringing you the live hand feedback for a Listen Live button. What do you got there, Wes?
3: Ethan B. says South Carolina wears Under Armour.
2: Oh, what did I say? Adidas? Yeah, mm-hmm. Under Armour. That's
3: exactly right. Sorry. It's also saying, that it's saying the phone line is busy. Interesting. Mm. J.K. in Fairfield Bay says, I saw there's going to be an SEC games coming to ABC next year. Is that the new contract for ABC? Yes, it is. The CBS contract ended this season. It is done with the uh, SEC championship game. Games will be on ABC and ESPN. And somebody was also asking, why is Arkansas getting two bye weeks? Everybody gets two bye weeks. It's the way the calendar works out this year with an extra Saturday. Basically, they're going to start on August 31st, and then uh, with the championship game being the same time in December, there are and there's an extra week built in on the calendar. So you get a bye
2: week, and you get a bye week, and ex- you get a bye week.
3: Everybody gets a bye two bye weeks.
2: Chris well, Alley is here from uh, Rock and Roll Sushi, and tomorrow is the official open date of the new location in North Little Rock that we've been talking right. about for. Ever, ever. I know.
6: Well, it's really only been like ten weeks, but it feels like forever. <laughs> I know it does. Probably does for you too.
2: <laughs> it really does. Just under the wire, you guys are going to be ready to rock and roll, yeah. right? Yeah. Our goal
6: totally. was our goal was um, before Christmas, and so mission accomplished. We did it. It's yeah. excellent. Proud of everybody. I'm very excited. I can't wait to see it tonight. Yeah, I'm we're go excited too. Get a preview peek
2: of it tonight, and I'll tell you about it tomorrow. I'll take a few pictures and share. It, but officially open to the public 11 a.m. tomorrow in North Little Rock and Lakewood. So if you're looking for a spot, that is the place to be. Tonight, we've got uh, Thursday Night Football on the Buzz. Chargers, Raiders, for those of you who are just desperate for a backup quarterback showdown. Mm. It should be a ton of fun in this one. Um, somebody's going to win, and there's money to be made. So
3: Over-under has to be in the Twelve. mid-30s. I mean, Six that points. is, gosh, with the two backup quarterbacks. and. Last week, the Raiders offensively struggled with O'Connell and three
2: three points. Thirty four is the over under.
3: Thirty four.
2: Easton stick eight and O'Connell. What a battle wow. in the desert. Should be fun. We also have other backups. You got Nick Mullins and Jake Browning going in the Minnesota and Cincinnati game on Sat- Is that a Saturday game or a Sunday game?
4: That's a Saturday.
2: We got three Saturday games this week too, so that's cool. Browning? Jake
1: Browning's actually been playing pretty well. Really well.
2: Say yeah, he's filled in very nicely. I saw somebody said, it said seemingly he cannot throw an interception. I'm like, well, that's a nice problem to have. Hmm. Um, anyway, we got bowl games this weekend, too, so there's plenty to choose from. And, of course, the Harding uh, Division Two championship game starting there, at noon.
6: Are the two Monday night games a thing now? I don't know if that's going to continue. No, I think there's only one Monday night game I this week. That. You
2: did? I did. I wish they didn't play them at the I same did. time. I don't mind it. Because
6: I had fantasy implications in both games. Yeah. And, I just it, watched and I'm a Dolphins fan. I have one on the TV and one on the computer. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> a good
2: idea. Can you get too much of a good thing, Chris not. Alley? Yeah, I guess not. It's uh, like saying, oh I man, I wish I didn't have all
3: this struggle. chicken in my hibachi. That's <laughs> yeah. just that's a big problem. What am I going <laughs> to do with all this chicken? <laughs> oh, I'm going to eat it.
2: The Monday night game uh, Eagles-Seahawks, pretty good one. The last best one. effort or chance, I guess, for the Eagles. I mean, they could lose to anybody, but um, this is uh, probably their toughest game remaining on the schedule. Yes, for sure. Uh, let's see. Best game of the week, though, is Cowboys-Bills, for sure, mm-hmm. I think. Ravens at Jags. Commanders at that's Rams. Not bad. I don't Ravens, want to sleep Jags. on that one, Christian. That's yeah. a really good one. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> uh, Giants at Saints.
6: I think DeVito. That's a, that's takes... a win for y'all. If, I don't know, really? Gi- look, <laughs> Giants beat Green Bay that's last true, week. That's true. They did, yeah. yeah. I started Green Bay's defense, and it didn't work. <laughs> didn't work out. Well, yeah, I De- won, but it didn't work out.
2: DeVito either. had 150 yards passing. It's not <laughs> like he was Aaron Rodgers.
3: Yeah, they scored
6: like 30 points. Though, but he they? had, what, 70, 80 yards rushing? Yeah,
2: 71 yards, I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, whatever. Uh, the Browns are six and one at home. They're back at home this week against the surprisingly not out of the playoff race Bears.
3: Browns defense is too good. I, I don't think the Bears are going to have any much success this week against that defense. What
2: happens if the Chiefs lose to the Patriots this weekend?
3: Oof. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with Denver? Kevin? Denver, hello.
2: Yeah, Denver's. You got good. a chance. Do you, Denver's right there.
3: Yeah, Denver's won a bunch. This would if Denver won and Kansas City lost, they'd be in Division the tie. D-
2: or tied for it, yeah.
6: yeah. It's crazy. Den- okay, that team gave up 70 points the start of the season. Another, might win the division. It's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah.
2: Uh, Denver's at Detroit this week. That's a pretty good game, too. Mm-hmm. Pretty impactful game yeah. for both. For both. Yeah, absolutely.
6: There are actually um,
3: some good games this yeah. week in the NFL. There's no doubt. Uh, last week seemed like there were some stinkers mm-hmm. besides Cowboys-Eagles. But this this week there are some really yeah. good matches. And you look at the teams that are still uh, in the fighting for a wild card. There are a lot of teams in the AFC yeah. that are right there at 7 and 6, even 6 and 7 in the hunt that have a shot. Yeah. So that this is exactly what the NFL wants. That's why they try to make the, the parity in the league a, a thing and the schedule balance and the yeah. way they do the draft. They they want into yeah. the games into the yeah. year games like this.
1: That Denver Detroit game is the Nightcap
6: Saturday night. Mm. Oh, is it? Yep.
2: Huh.
6: Listen, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but they were impressive last week. Yeah. They, they are impressive. Well, they have been. Yeah, they I mean, have been. Five in a row they've won. This is the time of the year where they start to kind of regress or slide. Usually, yeah, usually. December. And then it was surprising that they played as well as they did last week, just based on their history. No,
3: If they can keep it up the next two weeks at Buffalo, at Miami, I think yeah. you can have some confidence as a Cowboys fan in yeah. Washington. If you play well or win,
2: <laughs> if you win this week, I'll be on board. I, yeah. well, they were on a 14-game winning streak at home. I expect them to win there, right. even against the Eagles. But.
6: Then my Dolphins just blew that lead and just... Mm-hmm. It's like gut punch that was hard to watch oh so hard to watch they were the better team they should have won uh but you also saw that tyree kill means
3: so much to this offense. Yeah. not just what he does but the threat of what he can do yeah he opens it up for everybody everybody yeah. and when he's out it's just i don't want to say the defense relaxes but the defense can focus in more mm-hmm. on some other guys and maybe some things that they, they don't normally have to do like worry 40 yards down the field because of his speed right yeah Come.
2: Coming up after the break, we've got entertainment birthdays and also Chris, courtesy of Rock and Roll Sushi, will give us a review of...
6: Uh, leave the World Behind with Julia Roberts. And? Kevin Bacon. And? Ethan Hawke. And?
0: Oh, it's a Marshall a Marshall Ali,
6: yeah, he was great. What, what a cast. cast. Yeah, it was a great great cast. We're <laughs>
2: <You're laughs> impressed.
6: Yeah, number one movie on Netflix this week. I was telling, I don't know if
2: I told you guys this or I was telling somebody, I actually woke up the other day in a hotel room and I flipped on the TV and freaking the original Footloose was on.
6: Oh, God.
2: And I was like, Gold. Kevin Bacon has yeah. really, A, he's aged extremely well, but B, I enjoyed it. Like, it held up okay to me.
6: I, I think him and Ethan Hawke are related somehow. They look—they do look very similar yeah, and they both age they well. They were in the scene together and I was like, <laughs> what?
2: I mean, Kevin Bacon's been married since he was a child, yeah. so like it's not surprising he and Kieran Sedgwick have been together forever. So I can see why he had not yeah. probably been out going hard as a Hollywoodite. But yeah. poor Ethan Hawke—I mean, I would have drank myself into a coma <laughs> after losing Uma Thurman. I don't know if I could have survived.
6: Yeah, yeah. How, do you, how do you bounce back from that? I don't think you do. That's hard. Yeah, just stay single. Guess he's doing okay. Yeah, maybe he's remarried. I don't know.
2: Anyway, we got a lot coming up. Stay tuned. Rock and roll sushi time after the break.
5: Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our
1: veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit HeartlandRehabCenter.com. Court TV's Chanley Painter checks in with morning mayhem courtesy of the Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery of Hot Springs. The former Miss Arkansas will fill us in on the latest high-profile case